Welcome. I hope you enjoy the conversation you're about to see between me and another comedian about religion and comedy. These are conversations I'm calling Disorganized Religion. God bless. And for those atheists out there, may nothing await you after this life. Awesome. Hey, welcome uh, to today's conversation on Disorganized Religion. I am Seth Lawrence, and I've got the most beautiful tomboy in Uh comedy today, Max (laughs) Wittrack. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm so excited to have you here. Me too. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram at Mad Maxi is the best way to hit me up. Nice. And uh, you also have a YouTube channel. I do. It's called Train Tracks. Uh, I take a different comedian down to the subway, and if there's someone I don't like, I hope they get stabbed. <laughs> uh, it is a very fun show. Yeah, who did the first episode of that oh, one? Oh, well, huh. We yeah. have just someone chiming in. Travis Clyburn. <laughs> The ghost voice. If he's, I recall, yeah. He's our Holy Spirit on this show. <laughs> he was uh, the savior of our pilot. Uh, yeah, we brought him down, did some renegade stand-up on the trains, and yeah. people loved him. Almost one of the it. most... Oh, thank you. That's very nice. One of the most That's aggressive... That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> one of the most aggressive episodes Am as I well, really by the way. Yes, but that's what made my favorite, obviously. Yeah, of course. Am I that mean to you, Travis? <laughs> Every day. I'm questioning that now. <laughs> no, you're fine. Even when I'm not here, I'm just oh mean my to you. God. Yeah, I can just feel the hate vibe from okay. your apartment far away. You know what I mean? You and all my ex-boyfriends can just get together, have a good old time. Uh, how, okay, mean, how many, mean, mean, how many mean, ex-boyfriends mean. do you have? Because that you is like, a big part of your act, are the exes. What counts is, I, I feel I don't know. like I don't date enough to talk about dating exclusively uh, in my act, but I just find guys do such silly <laughs> that I have to address it sometimes, whether I'm dating them or not. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So how long have you been doing comedy, Max? Um, two or three years. Okay, cool. Kind For some reason, I thought you'd been doing it for like 13, 14 years. You have that vibe that about you. I hardened vibe about Yeah, me. you're just so jaded <laughs> and cynical. <laughs> uh, no, you're like Travis. I came that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I have a head start. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, so what got you started then? What is your origin story origin as a comic story? superhero? Um. I was always kind of like the funny, weird girl in acting class, and finally they said, uh, "Like you should try stand up." So that's really stupid. I know everyone. <laughs> be like, get out of here! <laughs> yeah, no, leave. <laughs> you have no place here. Why don't you here. Uh, take a different class? <laughs> yeah, why don't you take one that's entirely unrelated and just you? Right. No one else associated. with Right. You exactly. Is what happened. So you wanted to be, and currently still want to be an actress. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. And that's what got you into stand up. Is they were like, you should try this out. Yeah. So I, it wasn't like a therapy session. Where they were like, like you this should would be do a good this. outlet for yeah. your anger. Yeah. Uh, no, and thankfully it wasn't like I did the whole improv thing where every actor does it to have it on their resume. Right. But right. Um, thankfully, when I started stand up, it it didn't feel like I was just an actor doing it to help pad my resume. I was like, oh, this is a new thing that I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I would not. There are some stand ups who definitely do that. Right. And have that vibe. Yes. But when I saw you for the first time, I think it was at uh, the comedy store. We did a show oh, in the was belly that room, house? and you had like thirty thousand people come to see you because your brother brought all of his friends. Oh, right? dude, you saw that one? Yes. Oh, yeah, yes, fun. very fun. <laughs> They're heckling. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I mean, I've seen your headshots; They're brother, very pretty. Are hey, you an actor as well right you. now? No, no, They're just so glossy and doe-eyed. That's just I got. That's how they get you. That's how the Mormons get you. Gave me the right huh. makeup, I guess. Huh. I don't know. And then a Snapchat filter on your head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The deer. Exactly. <laughs> the puppy dog. Yes. The kitty cat. Mm. Oh man. So what's your okay? So what's your family situation like? Where'd you come from? 
Um, uh, my mom and dad. Uh, we have hmm, wow, we're it is all over the map. I have two brothers and yeah, a sister. Are you remembering what the witness relocation? <laughs> program. Trying to remember which sister I killed. <laughs> I'm trying protection. to yeah, yeah. What trying to remember that backstory. What uh, backstory? Oh yeah, what do they tell me I have to say on air? <laughs> I never thought I'd come to this. They were like, oh. it only matters if you're famous. I was like, well, that'll never be a problem. Right. Um, right. Yes, yeah, so my mom and dad are divorced. They did that when I was in college, so I was like already grown up. Yeah. And now it's my dad and stepmom. And uh, her three kids, so it's a big old Brady Bunch whenever we get together. Gotcha. It's great. Wow, very fun. So how did – okay, so I have a cousin that went through a divorce when he was young. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how – and it like – I don't want to say like that totally messed them up. Yeah. Know, but Did it? I, I feel know. like we were I don't praying think it for it. Up, we wanted it so bad. Really? Like, just like stop the fighting. Really? <laughs> yeah, we wanted it. We. Um, you were like, Mom, you got to – Our mom is pretty miserable. Or Dad, you got to – yeah. yeah. Did you side we, more with the mom or dad? I was on my mom's hip, but she was a horrible person. But oh. I was like tethered to her because I was okay. the youngest. And she would like take me by the hand and make me go, like take me out of school for weeks at a time for like horse shows and trips, which like sounds great and everything. But I was just like relied solely on her for survival. Yeah. So then like when I went to college and everything and I was on my own, I was still kind of like under her, like on her leash. And so being out here and being on my own and finally, like, still having my dad's support, but um, being like, whoa, what do I do thinking for myself and, like, yeah. making choices for myself? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Man, I just can't uh, – I don't know. Interesting. So you have two – you said two sisters, one brother? Uh, two brothers and sister. Opposite. Mm-hmm. I totally messed that up. No, I feel like I'm answering My ability really to listen badly. is really strong. Uh, <laughs> So. I'm just surprised you're asking all the good questions. And uh, what is... I don't know why that was mean. <laughs> it's always mean, Maxie. I just say <laughs> So I'm curious about, like, what informs... I Okay, so I get the question, uh, like, what is your act about? And I, I personally hate that question. Right. How do you feel about that question? Well, how do you answer that? That's what I say. It's my life. I don't know. You do a really good job of using your life, and it's so funny or you make it funny which is your oh, skill I um i tried to switch from like i started with observational and i've been trying to dig stuff from my past and make it stuff that people actually want to hear about sure. uh, my manager was like talk about the horse stuff more and i'm trying yeah. but it's very difficult to make it i say it's difficult but you know you see people doing it all the time with their sure. backgrounds they're very sure. obscure things and making it funny so i just have to keep keep you writing and crack the rich background <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, you yeah. come from mm-hmm. and uh, sell that. And right? still be likable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a spoiled How difficult could that be? Ah. I mean, come on. <laughs> so how, uh, what kind of horse stuff are you doing? Are you into dressage? Are you jockeying? What are you doing? For the horse people out there, uh, I rode Morgans and Arabians competitively. Nice. Um, for the non-horse people, nothing that you would see in the Olympics, but still just as boring to watch for a non-horse person. We're going in circles. We're Around trying obstacles, right? Or no? Not no obstacles. even. Just in circles. Okay, so We're did... trying to make the horses look good so that right. ultimately people want to breed in that lineage of horse that you're riding. So you're not racing? No. Interesting. Just showing off so rich people's horses. So it's a mix of showing off. horse That's race and dressage. Yeah. Interesting. What does that word mean? Well, it's, it's really showing your horsemanship, being able to exert your control over the horse to make them look like the best version of themselves and show off and look flashy. Yeah. Um, and show your control over them. So, yeah. wow, that's really And it's amazing <laughs> you're not married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that kind of background. What's funny you know? is I was thinking about this. Like, so many girls I see um, growing up 
uh, all the horse girls have these boyfriends who are just devoted to them Is and will right? take so much like they're showing up at 4 a.m. at the horse shows carrying their tack. And I'm in my head, I'm like, that? that is what I was trained to re think a guy should do for me. Yeah. And then since then, and being like, what, you won't even buy me a drink? Yeah. Like, like, what is this? Yeah. So my expectations were just set way like wrong. That's where the competition should be. Like, great. You did this with the horse, but who are you personally attached to? Let's check out the significant other. I just mean, if you, the competition is about the way you described it, training the horse. Yeah. Right? And they could say, well, if there's if this is close between two people who have trained their horses well. That's the tiebreaker? Yeah. Let's who go can actually handle other. the real yeah. the real animal that Who's could kill you? Yeah. Into the real life application. <laughs> Who's more well-rounded and, yes. Right. And using right. these skills. And being controlling and uh, mm. manipulative. Yeah. Uh, all the skills women have. Yeah. Right? Yes. I was great at it. I was a champ. <laughs> but not in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your worst dating experience? Ooh. All of hmm. them, or are they just all so close? Uh, I feel I just feel like I covered some of those with the traffic Travis a while back. Uh, <laughs> a lot of my stuff is like being gaslit into thinking something was wrong with me. Oh, okay. And like one guy I dated just a, for like a month or two in college, yeah. and it it was after a, a long term relationship, which was really good, and guys just disappeared for a couple months after that so this was the first one to like emerge through the mist and he could not get it up any of the times that we attempted and sure. i started th and i was already like oh my god it's me like i'm un unwantable like right. ugh. and so the fact that he couldn't get up he finally one time turns to me he couldn't even look me in the eyes and he just goes can i go home <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. how old how do you old need was a he? juice box how old was he 20? Okay. 21? All right. Interesting. Not 12. <laughs> <laughs> Not the way he sounds. Not the way I like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So how much do you think you're – do you feel like you have a bad taste in men? Or – I don't know what it is because I don't think I have, like, a specific type. Yeah. And I try to be open. People are like, oh, you got to be more vulnerable. And I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> they see, like, this hard – yeah. And they're like, you got to let that wall come down. I'm like, yeah, but I think, tell me if this is wrong. This right, is my I'll theory. All right, I'll do my best. Travis <laughs> and I will do Travis, our best. Travis, I need you. This is really my mm -hmm. time, guys. Yeah. I hope you learn something for your other hard <laughs> women out no, there. No, this is good. This is good. Like, if guys see hard <laughs> exterior and yeah. they ask me out and then later they find out that I am really, like, more interested in being quiet and sensitive and, like, I am a total romantic and I'm like, sure. I just love, I don't know, classic, old-fashioned, whatever. And but I like show that side and then they ghost me or stop wanting to see me. I can't conclude anything else except for that. They didn't want that. <laughs> right. Right. That they felt like catfish in a personal yeah. personality way. Yeah. Right? Like I thought I was getting uh, a cat, but yeah. I got a dog. I th yeah. <laughs> thought I was getting <laughs> Charlize Theron in. Yeah. Whatever it is. And then I got her in Monster. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Travis, let's go to you first. Do you have okay. any thoughts on this? Because you, you've known Max longer than I have. Too long. I love that he's calling me Max. Well, Max, <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to? No, I love Max. I've done the Wittrex for mm. a while. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Where to start with the Max? You know, that's always a good question. Give us your diagnosis. At least now that Dr. you're dating Travis, someone, Dr. Travis, Dr. I can trust your input. <laughs> ah, there's no ulterior motive. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel, yeah, no, I don't give a <laughs> <shit>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I, I don't know. Like, do you feel like you uh, mainly go for people that like you want the whole packages and someone who's incredibly good looking, but also does all the things that uh, beta male would do? Yeah, I like beta males only because I feel safer. Mm. Oh, but you're but looking I for like a, a, I want a beta male who can take charge. So like, so you want <laughs> no, you want something that doesn't exist? <laughs> An alpha beta, alpha beta. Well, I, okay, so first <laughs> a hybrid. Of all, I get the sense that you feel like they are. You have you ever dumped a guy, or yes. have you ever ghosted a guy? I don't know if I've ghosted a guy, but I've definitely but dumped, dumped a guy. guy. And why did you dump the guy? <laughs> Either they like me way more than I like them, or I just wasn't into it, or they yeah. had done something wrong. I mean, all the usual <laughs> Just things. one thing. All they the usual things. Up, I'm out. He it's chewed over. funny, and I was like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> the Seinfeld reason. He called my horse the wrong name, and it's I was like, bye. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, what's, the, uh, what's the most shallow reason you've ever dumped a guy for? Oh. Hmm. Like something that seems so vapid. Like I think he made fun of my laugh. Oh. <laughs> Which really hurt. That's kind of a big deal, though. <laughs> that's that's not that's that vain. That's not as vain okay. as it could have been. But yeah, because that's, f- that's how I express joy. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, you yeah. Do you ruin that? Do you want me to express joy? I'll just change my laugh for you. Yeah, just make fun of my blowjobs, too, while you're at it. And <laughs> good luck in those. Those can be improved. A laugh, mm. though. Right. A laugh cannot. Right? right. A laugh Blowjob is... isn't exactly the way I express joy. So. Wow. I mean... Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. uh, We're going to Disneyland. Uh. <laughs> what are you going to do next? Oh my gosh. Okay. So, what do you like doing? What do you What do you like about doing comedy? About doing stand up? What keeps you coming back? For one thing, I love that it has no mistress. Like, like it's untamable. Even the best people can have a day. Yeah. At it. Yeah. And while that seems unwinnable, it's kind of like levels the playing field. There is room for everyone. I love the challenge of it yeah. through that. Yeah. Well, and Train Tracks, I think, exemplifies a lot of that. So what gave you this idea? To take people on the subway. I just kept hearing – well, it was twofold. One, I kept hearing comics complain about um, having a bad set because of bad room, bad audience, <laughs> oh, bad sure. environment. I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's like every you show I do. Absolutely <laughs> blame that. <laughs> yeah. That's As, you do. Do. Every time. As you do. Every time. As you do. But if you're not Seth um, – Right. I know I saw a lot of people trying to get stage time and not feeling they had much to offer unless they were on a Netflix special or unless Mm. they were like the comedian that got called to cheer up kids in a hospital, like having some measure of status. And that seems like the worst room. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I would rather do a subway. I've done I've done twice shows at rehab centers where they've just had their medicine and Jeez. are drifting off to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is <laughs> rough. <laughs> I don't know wow. who I feel worse for. <laughs> is that? Okay, Still so me, what is the I'm worst selfish. room you've done? <laughs> Do you have, like, a, the worst stand-up experience? Um, when they don't expect stand-up. I was put before, like, a film sure. festival as the opener on oh. the stage in front of the screen talking down to these people sitting back in their seats looking up at me who clearly did not give a yeah, and I'm talking to them about like uh, this miserable Planned Parenthood experience. Love them, keep them, please. <laughs> <laughs> you're wonderful. It just happened to be a bad day. Yeah, um, yeah. at Planned Parenthood. Yeah, don't right. use this as a sound bite against. Yeah, you um, know, I don't have a conservative agenda. Just the I'll first just send time it to Ben Shapiro. Yeah. and we'll see what happens in a super select clip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. on the record now as hating Planned Parenthood. Sweat. I hope you pouring. understand. Good. 
Good. This is how I want my career to really rock it off. I want to use my dad this be so proud to transition to your thoughts. I'm and just trying to answer whatever you're throwing at me. Religion. With the first thing. Good. Let's get to religion, go. where I am an expert. Okay. Good. Good. You have very strong opinions. I take it on God and divinity, spirituality. <laughs> did you grow up religious? No, we went to church on Easter and Christmas. Uh huh. What church did you go to? A Lutheran one, which oh, my mom used to say was the most forgiving of them, and that's why it was bull. <laughs> that you could do anything. So she didn't believe just, it. No, strong atheist. So why'd they take you? My dad. Okay. Very religious. And is he still religious? Yeah. He he and my stepmom have gotten more religious, I think, with age. Uh, or, yeah. like, let it come out more. And I yeah. think just, like, been more outspoken about it. But, um, yeah, he always has been. Yeah. And so as a kid, when you were going, did you just think what your mom thought? Like, this is crazy? Or... Yeah, it was kind of just somewhere you had to go and you had to dress up for. Uh, I remember my grandma on my dad's side, I was watching TV one time when she was visiting. Yeah. And she came in, sat down on the couch next to me, and no preamble, just goes, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your <laughs> Lord and Savior yet? <laughs> Honestly, there's no good transition into those kinds of discussions. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you just have to go for it. Yeah, and she really you dove like, in. Absolutely. What did you say? How old were you, first I was like nine. Okay. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. All right. So in my church, we're baptized at eight. So you clearly should have known how to answer this. Unprepared. So what did you say? Do you remember? I don't even remember. But part of me was annoyed that she had interrupted my TV time. (laughs) What were you watching? I wasn't close to my grandparents at all. Uh, Disney Channel or something. Boy Meets World. Yes, probably that. In which case, sorry, Grandma. Corey's here. Actually, Sean. Oh, wow. right. Of course, you, of course <laughs> you would be after Sean. The hair. I mean, yeah. come on. Well, and alpha male. Come on. Topanga gave me some feelings, but I'm yeah. still pretty sure I'm straight. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, good. Pretty sure. Pretty, pretty sure. sure. There's always time. I think I was jealous of Sean for being so skinny. Is that it? <laughs> I was like, you're hot and you have the body I want. I How mean, I want you, you in whatever way I could take you. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So I take it you don't go to church regularly anymore. I don't. Um, I still enjoy. Uh, I would love going to Christmas Eve service with the family. It's more of just like a family time, and I still enjoy the loving energy around it. Like if I go, I don't mind going to one. I just yeah. don't make the plan to go for myself. I try to just like find love for people in my own way. Yeah, gotcha. So you sort you attend church the way like healthy people would drink. Not at all. Right? Like socially. Oh, only. yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, That's yeah like, exactly. Okay. But she drinks the way kid. that zealots uh, go to church. <laughs> Blackout. <laughs> Every day and too much. Uh, okay, so when times get tough, so I turn to religion when times get hard. What mm-hmm. do you, where do you go to for solace or for comfort or, or meaning? I go to my family and my friends. Like, I am lucky enough to have accrued enough friends that I actually respect the opinion of and aren't just. Um, aren't just Travis. Aren't just Travis. Yeah. Although I'd have a thousand Travis clones if I could just ringing in my ears. <laughs> uh, yeah. My dad is still my big moral compass. Like even if I don't, even if sometimes he doesn't get the point of what I'm asking. Uh-huh. Like I've just asked him some big questions before. He still has very comforting things to say. And I still feel like he gave me a good, pretty good moral center. Yeah. Gotcha. So what is the most comforting thing your dad has, has told you? Hmm. <laughs> Good job, Dad. <laughs> Very well, I mean, that's memorable. A, you know, it's a tough when you put it in the superlative, right? It's tough to come up with the most or well, one. My, Let's just go with one. What's one 
comforting bit of dad advice you got? With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Spider-Man. That was from an <laughs> uncle, so it doesn't count. Fair. I think he told me once that, because um, I was very worried, I still have a very old pony, and I felt very guilty about first going to college and then coming here and living in L.A. when I really have no true purpose here, and like, what am I doing here when I should be spending precious time with this horse that was my best friend growing up and like mm. kept me alive during my teenage years and stuff and um like gave me my first taste of like victory yeah uh competing yeah. with her and working hard and um i just started freaking out every just about losing her and um my dad was like there's a special place in heaven for animals like god looks out for them and even if i don't go to church i still love believing that interesting all right cool so do you believe in an afterlife for everybody or just horses? Just horses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say just horses. Maybe yeah. a few dogs. <laughs> All right. Definitely dogs. So is there a religious philosophy you find attractive at all, or are you just like whatever? It's all I got introduced an to <laughs> – Well, uh, when I went to college, I got my degree in East Asian Studies, so I got opened oh, okay. up to – for the first time to like um, – Buddhism yeah. and Taoism, and it made a lot of sense, and it kind of aligns with a lot that I'm learning now about like energies and uh-huh. just because it makes sense shouldn't make it the true thing. But it helps though, right? I think there's something. I think yeah. there's some greater something because all of this is just like too too much for us to have randomly. I don't know to have randomly speaking. been here. Yeah, you find the Big Bang disconcerting. This theory of just, you know, we're all here and there's no real ultimate purpose. The longer I've been away from school, the less I care about the scientific side of it. Uh-huh. Honestly, I'm just like, who cares what happened that long ago or what the start of it was? Like, just here right now, what's happening? You guys might yeah. all be an illusion in front of me. Because to me, you only exist sure. when I'm here. Right, like, right, right. I don't know. I think Matrix is just so... <laughs> We're all just plugged in. Let's just in. take some shrooms and get to the bottom <laughs> of this, okay? <laughs> Who has shrooms? Oh, man. DM me. Mad Maxi. M-A-D-D-M-A-X-I. I have some. Talk later. So you talked about, like, <laughs> Disembodied voice. <laughs> what did you say? God? I didn't even hear it. God has shrooms? I may or may not have shrooms. Don't oh, worry. of course. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, of I like to see do. the face of Jesus. <laughs> You don't need shrooms, you know? You do. It helps. All right. Just well, invite Chris Heist. Yeah. We were just talking about him. We, we talk about yeah. him every day. Really? Travis and I talk about him every day. Yes. Uh, all right. So what is uh, – do you believe in conspiracy theories? Such as? Uh, I don't know. The Clintons just in general? Killed or? like 80 people. Um, that the moon landing was fake. Flat Earth. I mean, I don't know. How deep do you want to go? O.J. Simpson was innocent. What do you want to go with? I used to think like like why would any sane-minded person want to to be that horrible in any case? Like even politicians, I'm like when my dad goes railing off against someone, and yeah. I'm like now is he conservative? He's very conservative, like which, Fox News conservative. Yes, like Trump Elizabeth stickers Warren on his is car. Terrible. When I when I drive his, he like like makes fun of Hillary Clinton in a meaner way that I've never heard him talk about any it. other person. Yeah, I I'm love like it. you're a nice guy. How are you like <laughs> Why shitting would you on hate her like this? this? Yeah, just like mean childlike stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's it going? With that? That's what she deserves. Obviously. <laughs> 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 All right. But like, who goes to bed at night? Thinking like, ha, 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 I'm evil, and I got away with it. I cannot conceive <laughs> uh, of Hillary that. Hillary Clinton does. <laughs> Obviously. Did we not just talk about Email this? Email motions. 
I can't so does Donald that. Trump, so I have I trouble thinking of someone like purposely doing that. Uh-huh. But then money comes into it and I can very easily see how money justifies in people's minds. Like everyone is just afraid. And right. Whatever fear that is feeding now like I can understand why people do bad things. Yeah. But I still can't like conceive of the thought process of accepting that and knowing you're doing something bad, which sure. makes me think they don't think they're doing something bad because they've justified it. Right, right. So you think humanity is fundamentally good. People are fundamentally good. I think for the most part, yeah. Yeah. I think people who do bad, besides like the complete psycho cases, right. I mean, they're, yeah. think yeah, yeah. they're doing the right thing for whatever reason because they're beholden to something else and they're trying to do right by that or whatever. Uh-huh. I think they'd find a way to tangle and justify it and think they're doing something for the right reason. Sure, sure. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think that explains our culture's now, like, uh, focus on the bad guy mm. and this, like, what, humanizing evil, right? Isn't that what we do in TV all the time? We yeah, find all the time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, like, him. that's why the Joker's amazing, mm. you know? Uh, fun. So what is your ultimate goal with acting comedy? What would be sort of your dream, you know, Two years from now, what, no, 10, I don't know, 15, 20, where do you want to be? I want to be able to, like, Chris D'Elia with Undateable was somehow able to do both, mix it, still right. be doing stand-up, still have a TV show, bring all his friends on. I want to both have something I can bring my friends into and, and have us come up together like that. Yeah. And also be the person that my friends call for fun projects that they're doing. Like, I want to get a phone call and be like, fly to Greece right now. We're shooting a spoof on this, this, this. And be like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, coming, I'm Travis. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, coming. yeah. I have zero attachments. <laughs> of course I can do this. Uh, and, uh, okay, so let me let me transition a little bit. Uh, this is very me heavy. What about you? <laughs> no one cares about me. No ah. one cares about me. Uh, He's the Lord right. does. Do you have a list <laughs> of, of traits? Is the Lord the next guest? <laughs> that you want in a man. Do you have a running list of things? I actually, I read Whitney Cummings' book, and she made like a boyfriend list, both yeah. that she wanted from a boyfriend and also from life. Uh-huh. And I, I made one for life and a boyfriend. Um, and one of those things is just like I can't feel like I'm not enough. Uh-huh. Like I can never feel. Doesn't mean I want to be completely selfish, but I don't want to feel like everything I do is never <laughs> enough. For sure. I want someone who's like secure enough in themselves that that is. Yeah. That I can, they can take it, take me or leave me. Honestly, <laughs> and know. they don't care if I don't do enough because it's like, well, no, it's extra. Because you are enough. Yeah, very fun. Dow. Well, there you go. Uh, any any other Boring. any other plugs you want? Hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Really good hair. Of course. Maybe maybe you could give a celebrity lookalike to who you want eventually. Simon Baker. I know. I'm, I, like I know who that is. I like who a your guys with like just enough charm that I'm like, okay, you don't have to be mainstream. All right. I don't need every girl to be in love with you. It's even better if they're not. Then I get you to myself. <laughs> but if I find you cute, that's all. That's that all I need. Yeah. That's why I go for some goofy look. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy. That's the guy, by the way, from the Mentalist. Yes. Thank you. Oh. Did I... that give you any picture? Did you? Even no, I don't even know. I mean, oh, I know what you. show that is, but I have huh. not seen uh, it. The Mentalist is a front against his religion. So. Is it what? I said it's a front against your religion. <laughs> is, it? is it really? Do I need to witchcraft. start watching this show? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it an affront to my religion? Are Mormons happy about Scientology being attacked? Does it kind of like give you guys more room to breathe? Or does it bring you under, <laughs> does it bring you under attack as well? <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Uh, I don't know. Does it I help mean, you or hurt you? 
I don't know. I I believe very strongly in no publicity is bad publicity, right? So like when the Book of Mormon musical came out, yeah. My church was like stoked. My dad Everyone was like, was like "This being is really amazing. good sports." I was this like, "I don't amazing. think they have a choice, Dad." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could, right? We could have gone out and tried to protest it and been like, "You're wrong about so many things." But then but you would have looked why? so bad and unpeaceful. Yeah, yeah. When it's not like a hateful play uh, no. or musical against, it's just funny on its own. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It's great, and uh, I don't know if Scientology gives us room to breathe or not. I mean, I guess any affront <laughs> to religion is an affront, right? We all believe sort of silly things. You believe in heaven for horses. I mean, that's so dumb, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. (laughs) No, I don't know. I mean, Scientology... Uh, Don't want to say it too much, right? Because they'll find us. They're right down the road. Lear Mini, come here. (laughs) They're literally right down the road. Yeah, we're going to clear in this room. Here's what I'll say about religion in general, is that it is... I think it's fascinating what people do. You were talking about people justifying bad actions uh, with potentially very rational thought. And I think for me, that's also what religion is. There are some weird actions that people take and it's justified with apparently rational thought. Um, So there you go. Are you trying to find something out in particular with this podcast? Like, like get a cross section of the population and see how they believe this is this or are you starting to I'm think differently to after talking to people? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not am, working. <laughs> I am more trying to have honest conversations with no ulterior motive. I just want to share thought either way, on either side of the religion aisle, on either side of the comedy aisle. Uh, I don't care. I don't care what conclusion we necessarily come to. How do you think, think religion and comedy feed each other? Uh, that's... That is at the center of where I started comedy because I wanted to um, introduce people. I mean, I I think Mormonism has been around for a long time, and there are other much more famous Mormons than I will ever be. Uh, True. uh, But I wanted to, for myself, that might up (laughs) that might that might up the end. (laughs) I wanted to explore for myself where I could find connection with people. Given my religion and given, uh, I think, the overall uh, cultural movement away from organized religion. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to connect with people on that level. So kind of the inherent taboo and hedonism behind a lot of comedy today, you didn't find that off-putting? No. Okay. No, I don't find it off-putting. I guess the the people that I – I just find it – yeah, not off-putting, misinformed, I guess mm. is what I'll say. That's the way I'd put it, misinformed. David Cross is probably one of the most informed anti-religious comics, and uh, I think he's hilarious. Um, but then there are others that, and a lot of open micers that make fun of people who believe in God, and I think it's just from this very weird, like, hateful space. Yeah. And so I'm curious, like, what happened for them? Why do they hate people right. who are religious so much? It's funny what... Regardless of what people are saying, how they're saying it, you're like, I just got to peek into the way your mind works. Yeah. And like, that's what I love about no matter what their material is about, just the way they choose to present it is a snapshot of what's going on in their mind. Which is what also makes stand up terrifying as a performer, I think, is will this be accepted? Mm -hmm. Will who I am really deep down be accepted? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you're putting on a persona when you go on stage or are you trying to just be 
the true Max Wittrak. I used to, because um, I knew that people kept like giving me praise for like being the most deadpan and saltiest. But then I saw a that there were saltier, more deadpan girls who nailed it, uh-huh. and also it wasn't fun. So now I go up and I just try to be like the me that I wanted to get to be when I was like a nerdy kid and like saw the class clown and everything. And now I get to be that like yeah. clowning around a little bit. And uh, yeah, so I wouldn't say I put on a persona a lot of the time. If, if I had to, and I'm under fire, I'll get up and just talk and know it's not funny, but be totally fine. Just yeah. saying things. Cause I have, I feel like I've got nothing to hide. Yeah. <laughs> well, very good. That's fun. That's fun. That's a good space to be in. Right. Yeah. We're all trying to just be real. We're all pieces. <laughs> of it's okay. If you know it <laughs> and celebrate some aspects of it. You know? Yes. Maybe not every aspect. I think the we are, the more people like us. Interesting. Why do you think that? Because no one likes, it's like the Anne Hathaway effect. No one likes someone who's perfectly you don't virtuous like Anne Hathaway? and good. I love her, but there yeah. was a big backlash of, like, I think Lay Miz turned the tide, and suddenly, like, Jennifer Lawrence, everyone loved her for being so real, and then they, like, turned against her as well. Anyone who's too perfect, they just hate. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. Like, you, something must Dane be wrong. Dane Cook for being jacked. Everyone's like, oh, like, we want the fat comics. Is that why like, they hated Dane I know, Cook? No, I mean, there might be multiple <laughs> reasons. There might be a lot of reasons. I I'm love glad, I'm Cook. glad he's coming back. But, like, any guy who gets up on stage and is like, oh, people hate me because I got an eight-pack instead of a six-pack. Right. You're like, f*** you. Uh, I'll get rid of that line then. <laughs> Just, you shouldn't lie anyway. You're a Mormon. I know. Man. Unbelievable. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having this me. This was Seth. a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it. I thanks enjoyed for it. hanging, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Travis, did you enjoy it? Oh, thoroughly. We don't care. Yeah, nobody cares. Every time, Max. <laughs> uh, anything you want to plug? When's Train Track Season 2 coming out? Uh, it's on hiatus for now, but if you guys are around um, Burbank in August, it's the Burbank Comedy Festival. will be going oh, yeah. up, trying to get that best of the fest show nice. slot. And uh, if you're in Baltimore, Baltimore Comedy Festival next month as well. Very fun. Good for you. That's so exciting. Well, uh, today has been another installment of Disorganized Religion. Thanks for tuning in. Namaste. <laughs>